Welcome to Blog Talk Radio in high fidelity. You know the day destroys the night, night divides the day. side today. I just love putting this song on for our guest today, but just to let you know where you are and who you're with, you are listening to the Bonnie Albers On Air Show, and I'm your host, Bonnie Albers. I just want to put this out there real quickly. Yesterday, we did have issues with blog talk. It was uh, audio. So please, if there's anybody out there that cannot hear me or the guests, please let me know and I will try to work on it. But sometimes I just got to keep the show going. So today we have a fabulous special guest straight from over the pond. She's a UK medium. She's an author and so many, a life coach and so many other things. Uh, metaphysical, and she is a super friend, and I am so happy to call her my friend because we met actually with her coming on the show. Her name is Deb Hawken, and Deb, before I let you on, I just want to let everybody know she is the author of a book that we are going to talk about today because I just love the name. Who am I? Where am I? And what is this place? Come on, if that isn't me, I don't know. Deb must be a kindred spirit because that's what I think all the time or I feel all the time. What am I doing here? 
Deb is such a super medium. She's also a channeler. She conscious channels because she talks to a very, very special guide that she has, and I'm going to let her tell you all about him. So please welcome and give a big, big love welcome to Deb Hawkin. Hi, Deb. Hi, Deb. Bonnie, how are you? Yeah, can you hear me? Hi. I can hear you perfect. I'm so glad that some of the audio is not affected today. But I'll tell you, you are just such a special lady. I I was so excited. Uh, you do have guides that help you very greatly. They are so unbelievably specific and special. And I'm happy that you're able to bring them to us. But first, I've got to ask you, who am I? Where am I? And what is this place? Yes, what you want me to tell you. Um, yes. No, the book is, the book was 20 years in the writing. I wrote it four times and hated it every single time I wrote it. And then I suddenly, I hit the note I'd always wanted to hit. And I believe that because the book is my, it's my life story, but not as in what happened to me. It is the learning that I received from spirit that actually helped me to change my life. And very, very briefly, who are who am I? Your spirit. Where are you? You're on the planet Earth, which is actually a spirit world. Um, a lot of people don't think of the Earth as a spirit world uh, because there is so much violence and unpleasantness and unhappiness and so on and so on. They forget, actually, there is probably a lot more kindness, gentleness and love. But it is a spirit world, to my mind, because for my personal belief, is and having carried a child fortunately for a very short period of time when that baby arrived in me it was a person it was an individual there was a spirit there there was a person in my womb not my child but a person and that made me firmly believe that we come from spirit and we return to spirit and i cannot believe that we peel our spirit off hang it up on a peg in the spirit world and say i'll collect you when i get back so you are spirit you are on the planet earth which is one of the spiritual realms and amos also confirms this and what is this place it's the place where you're supposed to be happy, where there's no rule that says that, you know, you have to be as miserable as possible as often as you possibly can. These are all the things that we're taught. I call it, you know, mistaken social programming. And I wow. sincerely believe that we're programmed to believe so many things that spirit never confirm and that to me are absolutely completely and utterly wrong and that life should be hard one of my first guides i've had several excellent guides and one of my first guides edward said to me did you like school and i said yes i did he said do you like learning i said i love learning he said then please why do we have to learn the hard way the whole time why can't we <laughs> learn the easy way and i thought okay I love that guide. <laughs> yeah so that is it. Who are, who am I, spirit? Where am I, third rock from the sun? What is it? It's the spirit world. And when you start thinking about it like that, so many bets come off. Do you use that term in America? All bets are off. Um, yes, we do. You know, everything you thought you know, knew, you don't. And there's so much that you already know that you don't realize that you do know and you just need someone to wake you up. I don't consider myself to be a teacher. I consider myself to be an awakener to actually start oh, telling you what that. you know until you, yeah, until you realize what you know. 
And that's the basis of the book. And then when I was in a very bad place in my life, spirit started teaching me. And then I started learning a lot of other things. And my two main guides have been Edward and Amos. And they both taught me so, so much. And I had a mentor on this side who was very spiritual and handled the human side of it for me. And the book is everything I learned. And the idea of it isn't that you have to read this book and do as I'm telling you. I surprised one reader by he was reading it and suddenly put the book down. And his wife said, oh, is it rubbish? She said, no. I've never had a, a positive thinking self-help author say to me, put this book down and think about what I'm saying. How does it feel to you before? He said, I've just never, ever had a positive thinking author not say, this is the way I work. This is how it all works. Do what I do and you'll be fine. He said, she's actually asked me to think about what she's saying and take what I want and don't take what I don't want and amend what I need to change to make it work for me. And I was so pleased that. that people were actually, yeah, actually listening because it's ideas and inspiration. It's not who you have to be or what you have to be. Enough people tell you that. It's ideas well, and inspiration. I I so Carry totally on. agree with you, Deb. And I did not, and I'm sorry I interrupted. I'll let you continue. I just no, want to tell you. No, not all I was rabbiting on. <laughs> no, I love what you're saying. What you're saying is so needed. I love that you have defined earth. I always say we're an earth school, but you know, we're, and I always say that we're spirit and we're spirit learning. So where else would you learn? I mean, you wouldn't learn like third rock from the sun has to be a spirit world because what would we be mm. doing here? I never thought about it like that. Do you no, feel there's other I know. Well, Sorry. you just told me so. So you see, I <laughs> learn every day. <laughs> now, well, I think most ask. of us are just sharing info. Yeah, I love that. And, and I want everybody to hear clearly what Deb is saying, because a lot of people think Earth is detached. You You come down as spirit and you're on this alien planet. What's interesting is what you're saying, and, and, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, so please correct me if I'm wrong. You're saying we're spirit coming to a spiritual world, correct? Yeah. Everybody's spirit, however I, lost and misguided. <laughs> well, I, so, and what the heck are we doing here? You said we're, we're learning about law. Did you say we're learning, we're, we're supposed to be happy here, right? Absolutely. But also it is you. a planet. I asked I asked Amos what it was, what this planet is once, and he said it's the place where many different types of being from different dimensions come and learn about each other and learn to get along with each other. And that was one of his reasons for us being here. Another reason is if you've had a life and you've upset yourself, you can't deal with that in the spirit world because they don't have those emotions, anger, that sort of thing. So what they do is they heal you over there. Then they help you work out what you need to do, hopefully, in your next life to come back and actually sort that out. And I think I've got I, I don't talk about levels. I don't believe anyone is better than greater than an older soul has deeper wisdom. I've taught too many courses where the dunce in the class has suddenly clicked and the next thing, the minute it switches on, they're just up there with everybody else reading cards, picking things up from spirit. The minute you can get the door open, everybody is equal. But 
I don't believe in all those levels, but I do believe that we here at the moment, those of us who are willing to be, are waking up and perhaps more than ever before realizing what we're learning and and you hear a lot of talk about what did you learn from that how can you do you know how can you use that that wasn't talk I ever heard when I was a child and I think you know we're now aware of a spiritual awakening where we are on the grand scale of things I don't know and I don't think it's worth worrying about because we're here for a reason and we might as well do that and worry about the rest of it later, you know, go back and review it all and then decide what we're going to do next. Well, let me ask you, this is where, you know, it gets really touchy for a lot of people. And I don't, I still, I know what I feel, but, and I know what I've been told. And, you know, everybody has, I I believe everybody is from different star systems and things. So what I, what, when somebody does wrong, and I, and somebody said that I had to come back thirty-seven lifetimes to make up for what I've done in the past, I don't, I don't <laughs> doubt it. I probably did, but but my point is this: so when you have wonderful, gracious, loving people, and you have people that are more harmful, and there are more harmful people and spirit in this world, what? do you feel do you feel that when we go to the spirit world that we're all like together and that we say oh well we're sorry or do you feel that there see that's where it it, for me it's not levels but different vibrations is what i call it so if you're on a lower vibration and because you haven't been able to be so loving and enlightened you've got to have you're not going to be in that high vibrational uh energy as the people that you've hurt so i wonder how you feel just and you don't have to you know you 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 know you don't have to feel like me but how do you feel about people that do harm to others versus ones that don't Right. Well, I've actually got Amos in because when I get questions like this, I do like to go directly to him. And one of the things that he (laughs) one of the things that he reminds me of is that everybody comes over here as a perfect child. There is no broken soul that's born. One of two things that happens, or he says one of three things, is firstly, during the birth process, maybe a brain doesn't develop properly. Therefore, the person's thinking is affected. He said the second one can be, sorry, I missed the second one, Amos. Can you go back over? Let me go to the third one. The third one is they have such a hard life. Thank you. They have such a hard life that it makes them angry. They become upset. They become aggressive. And he said the third one is, is where you're born He says, with everything in life, with everything that we do over there, he says, because I've been over there, he says, with everything we do, we are given choices. So you come into this life as a clear spirit, things happen, then as a being, you've got a choice. Do I use them and overcome them or do I give in to them and let them change me? He said, and some people, for example, might be born into a ghetto. And you know yourself, there are some people born into a ghetto, they overcome that life, they get out and they do very, very well. There are others that buy into the guns, buy into the anger, buy into the violence. And it is that whole forgetting what you came here for halfway down the birth canal and popping out without a clue what's going on. So he says it it is three things that affect that perfect spirit. 
So when they come back, he says, everybody is healed. It, it doesn't matter how bad they are. We have a very famous serial killer over here. And he said, when he comes back and he steps into spirit and he realizes what he's done, there is going to be so much work required just to calm him down, let alone anything else, because he's going to step back into spirit and think, oh, my God, I murdered six women. Oh, my God. Huh. And he said, then he'll come apart. And we are going to have to have such a team to meet him and take him off somewhere nice, not hell, nowhere horrible, heal him and then let him work out what he feels he would need to do in future lives, life, lives, whatever. You know, he will set up a plan as to how he will do his utmost to come back and put that right. Um, Amos never talk, talks in terms of heaven and hell. He talks in yeah, terms of the either. spirit world. He always yeah. talks in terms of healing. So really, it's down to how your character develops, either your brain in the womb, because obviously with this serial killer, something went very wrong in his thinking processes. I remember seeing a young man in Canada, our BBC, went across to Canada. This was many years ago, 30 years ago. And they went into a mental hospital. And there was a young boy there, 14 years old, and they were allowed to interview him. And he was very nice, very polite, lovely young boy. And the BBC announcer said, um, do you think you'll ever get out of here? And he said, oh, definitely not. I can never leave here. And the BBC announcer said, why? He said, well, I killed my brother and I don't care. And I know that I should care. So I can't come out of here because I don't. And he was wow. even logical enough to know that not caring that he'd killed his brother was very very wrong so something had clearly gone wrong there but there was still that beautiful part of his personality that said i can't leave we had uh, the morse murderers you may remember myra hindley and ian bradley brady myra hindley did everything to get out of prison during her life and thank god did not succeed Ian Brady refused to seek parole and he refused to see the do-gooders that were trying to save Myra Hindley. He said, no, what I did was wrong. And if I go out, I'll do it again. So I'm staying in here. Wow. And that, that to me, you can see there that something good is working and, and making a check and balance over the side that's gone wrong. That's where you can kind of see spirit going, no, absolutely, you cannot come out of this hospital. You know you can't, you know, and his, his higher self going, no, this is where you stay. And that's where he stayed till he died. So when we wow. look at that and we, we think about how we affect each other, that's where it goes wrong. But the way Amos always tells it is you go back and people work with you and then you decide what you want to do to heal that within you not even so much make up to it to others because he's not a great one for karma because he says if i murdered you in a previous life so you came back and you murdered me oh, then gosh. does it have to go on that i'll murder you again and then you murder me? is there a loop he said how is karma ever paid for you we could go back and you could say well you murdered me much worse than i murdered you so i'll have to come back and murder you again and he says it is just ridiculous what yeah, he, the way he describes karma is a it tends to land in your lap in this life in the simple what you do and what you say will have an effect if i may dip into your politics very very slightly there's a huge bomb fight going on in britain today about your new president but one of the okay. things i feel strongly is he's been judged by the words he used so far 
And that judgment will only change if his behavior doesn't go in line with the words he uses. And I'm casting no aspersions on him. We have to wait now. He's done what he needs to to get elected. Let's see what his intentions are. But if you look at it that way, you know, karma tends to arrive in this life. He will either be a very respected president because he will do an excellent yes. job or he'll keep his yeah. word and then he will not be. So there's his karma right there. But he says you work out what you want to go back and do to heal those emotions within you so that eventually you become a person who doesn't carry baggage, as we call it. So that's his explanation. I tell Amos, I love him and I hope he loves me too. Ask him how I'm doing. <laughs> Ask him if I'm doing okay here. He says you're doing perfectly all right and you do not have to come back 37 times. He says nobody knows how quickly they'll heal. He said some people That's... go back and you think they can't possibly do this in one lifetime. He said and six months later they've done it. You know, they're fine. I so... love him. That's why I love having, well, I love you anyway, Deb, but I love having Amos on the show. So thank you very much. I so resonate with everything. I see karma. Oh gosh, I feel spirit already. I feel, uh, I, I believe that I see karma every day, if you want to use the word karma. And I won't give explanations, but I so, when you do something that isn't, you know, so a positive i see how it affects you right now and if it doesn't affect you right now we'll see it in this lifetime i so believe mm. that so i am really excited to hear that 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 amos does who and you know deb he answered the question that i was going to ask you which is what happens when we go back to the spirit world so i love that we were able to bring amos on to chat uh, is there anything, <laughs> I mean, you know, he answered the question that I, I, I wanted to ask so badly. And I, I am so happy that he's able to tell us, you know, from his perspective and the, the actually spirit's perspective of what he sees and what he knows. Yeah. And I, I think that's so amazing. Is there any other, uh, any, is there anything he would like us to know or you would like us to know about before we actually start with callers who are going to want to speak to you and him? Right. He said, Hello? may he offer some situation which America is facing? Sure. Okay. He's saying that the public, the world over, are getting fed up with playing a political game where, you know, everybody knows politicians lie to them and then we go and then we vote for them and we put those yes, liars in and crazy. then we moan. And Amos always says everything is a two-way street. If we vote for them, we give them permission to carry on as they are. And he says that what has happened with the British Brexit and with you in America is actually quite wonderful. The general public have said, That's obviously, right. I, was a I was a Remain voter, so I did not get the result I wanted with Brexit. So I fully get how Democrats in America are feeling at this moment, as much as it is possible for a person who hasn't lived there to get it. But he says, just trust the process of the universe. This is the age of Aquarius. The age of yep. Aqu Aquarius is the age of the higher mind, not better than, but people trying 
to be more honest, people trying to raise their vibrations of love and integrity and all those good emotions to be more like the spirit world. He said that's why it's the age of the higher mind. In the um, book of Revelations, it says that the old earth will be destroyed and the old heaven will be destroyed and then the new heaven will meet the new earth. Obviously, this isn't destruction as people in olden days took it, but this is a huge shakeup with people wanting more honesty, demanding more honesty, more straightforwardness, less control, more how are you spending our money? Why are you spending our money like that? Why aren't you saving our pro solving our problems? He says, please trust the power of the universe and just bring as much love as you can into your societies at this time. He says he watched Brexit and people lost and then they got themselves very upset and it was a democratic vote. And I agree with him because I thought I've got to go on Facebook, I've got to congratulate the winners and mean it, and then I've got That's to back right. off, we should have stayed in, no more. Because me saying we should have stayed in denied my country people their democratic right. And their democratic right now, we're, we're going through the high courts now. They've said now there's got to be a vote in Parliament. The Lord Chief Justices up at the Supreme Court, as you would call it now, have got a second look at that and appeal. And then it, if it has to be voted on in Parliament, a lot of people are scared that the MPs will vote to stay in, which they have the power to do. But I don't support that because my country people have voted the way they want. When you give up, you go, okay, we've lost. Right, deep breath, get upset today, wake up tomorrow morning. Now what am I going to do with this? When you give up the fight, because it's the fight is done, you can start bringing the love and the positivity back. And he said, the thing is, if you believe in cosmic ordering, everybody sends out to your politicians, you're all liars, you're all useless, none of you can do your jobs properly, you're all rubbish and then wonder why they don't do their jobs properly. He says, now start shoring the energy up with Mr. Trump, you will do well. You will be a good president. You will be a decent president. You will be an honest president. Send him the good vibrations that will help him to stay on those vibrations. Whether he believes it or not, you're certainly not offering him any harm. You're offering him only belief, trust, respect, love, support. And he says a lot of people will think, what, send a politician, that sort of thing. But, you know, if we cosmic order that our politicians are bad, what will they get? Because they're going to be bombarded with that energy the whole time. So he says, just if he may offer some healing, be upset today. He's a great believer in being really upset, crying, punching walls, obviously not offering violence to anyone else, but he never says, oh, you know, you know, spirit have got this, don't worry. He says, go on, be upset, rant, rave, leap up and down, cry, and then tomorrow get those better thoughts out there because it helps you inside and it helps your world. So he says, they, you know, they are with you, but trust the process of the universe. These shocks have to happen. And I believe Absolutely. personally, this is not Amos, this is not Amos channeling. I think you're going to see a shock in France very soon with their election and a shock in Germany. I agree. Because I think, <laughs> and I, I watched a program on your election and people were saying, no, we're not voting for him. We're voting for not a politician. And that to me yes. was a clear call for change. Shape up, guys. We want something different.
so you said if he, if he may just offer that healing idea to people and hope that you'll all feel better very very soon those of you who don't feel so good at the moment why i i i am not a political person so you can I, it's not me who doesn't feel good and i believe in change mm. so and i believe mm. in the democratic system so but i have to tell you this is crazy cuz we all knew who was going to win all my astrologists on the show and i want to tell you this and amos i'm really excited you're listening because the aquarius moon hit yesterday at election mm. the time they and uranus was in play uranus is sudden complete change from out of the blue and aquarius mm -hmm. is forward movement you know that forward movement enlightenment mm. and of course all uh, technical so if you looked at the two candidates you would have known people did horary oh. charts and knew who was going to win so i am really excited that amos said that love and light to everyone it is over peeps and we need to help the country we don't need to be the cause of the problem so with that i am going to ask amos if he'll be uh kind enough to be with you while we answer the callers because i could keep amos busy for the next 50 years he, so, um, are he's you... just said he very rarely leaves me so yeah <laughs> well how come i now can't have him that's not fair deb i mean i really like him too can he come be with me i need what? him okay <laughs> i am I'm going to leave that one with you and I'm going to answer the callers. We're going to go to the phone lines. What we want to know from you today, because this is always a, a, a chat show, is what, how do you feel about energies? Do you feel that, you know, that we come back? Do we see karma here? Do you believe in karma? Have you seen it in your own life? So five, six, one, I know this is a tough subject. And if you can't, you know, if you, if you really haven't thought about it, it's okay. Then just contribute anything that you would like to say to the show. So except politics, because I love that Amos brought through love, light, and unbelievable, you know, looking forward. So that would be the only thing you can bring on in politics here, because otherwise it gets too confusing. So five, six, one, you are on with Deb and Amos, who, by the way, Deb, afterwards, you might want to tell how you how you acquired such wonderful guides. So five, six, one. <laughs> they hi. will laugh when they hear that story. Hi. Hi. Who are we speaking with? This is Stacy. Hi, Stacy. How are you today? I'm fine, thank you. So I know you've been listening. What do you feel about energies and, and love and light in this world? Well, I believe that what you put out, you do get back in. So that's my take on it. Well, I love that. Yep. So you always mm -hmm. want to put out good stuff, right, Deb? Because that's what you exactly. will get in your life. Yep. If they put out good, it comes back, you know. I always say karma never misses a stop. What you sow, you will reap it. So do all the good <laughs> you can. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, here, Deb. Deb, it's Stacy, right? Yes, it yep. is. Hello, Stacy. Hello. What did you want to ask? I wanted to ask 
you what do you see in regards for a job that I desire coming in? Um, I straight away got be careful what you wish for. I feel that it's not necessarily anything wrong with the job, but I feel that it's going to be quite a demanding job. It will stretch you and you you obviously want it because you feel that the job will be good for you. Um, and But it is going to be quite a demanding job and it might be one that puts pressure on your home life a little bit. So uh -huh. it's a case of look very deeply into it and make sure you've got all the information that you need before you say the word yes it feels positive i haven't got a i feel if you didn't get it it wouldn't matter there'd be something else good coming in you know it you there is a feeling you're on a vibration at the moment that things will be offered because although the spirit world can send you good things they can't guarantee, they can't take away someone else's free will by saying you will make that decision. But it does feel like you're on a good vibration to get something much better, but just to make absolutely sure you've been told exactly what it entails. And if you have an interview coming up, you know, really think about the questions you want to ask where things could affect your life. But just whatever happens, keep going because there's such a feeling that good good is coming into you now, you know, that you just need to just keep going. But, you know, a lot of people, when they want another job, a better job, they don't think about what it does to your life. Where if you're prepared for it, you can usually manage it. If you know what's coming in, you can usually actually write, I was prepared for that and I know what I'm going to do and I know how I'm going to manage it. But that's all I feel about that one is just know what you've wished for, you know. And sometimes with cosmic ordering, which I've gone spectacularly wrong with a couple of times, and it's been quite hilarious, you do ask for something. And then later on you think, that's not exactly what I wanted. I actually landed up, I asked to be featured in a mainstream magazine. And I didn't say about my work. And I landed up with a huge one-page spread with a massive picture of me next to the car that had broken down in a man's car magazine. So I got what I asked for, but I didn't ask right. So make sure what you've wished for is what you want. I'm really going to it and you should be fine. Okay. That's a, yep. that's a fabulous, fabulous read. That means you're going to be working soon. Just watch the details. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Stacy. I got to. Uh -huh. I got to tell you something so funny, uh, Deb. When you hear this, and then four oh two, you're next. But I, I have a friend who's a medium, a psychic medium, mm. and she said the same thing that she asked for her soulmate to walk in. She wanted somebody uh, cuddly, somebody that uh, that could see her for who she is and somebody that would love her unconditionally and all of a sudden a stray cat found her he was cuddly <laughs> he saw her for what she was and he loved her forever so she says the same thing that you just said and she had that cat for 16 years until it passed away wow. but um what she said is the same thing you did. Be careful what you cosmically order because she got what she asked for. She, she yes. got 
unconditional love. She got some someone or you know uh, that sees her for who she is. The cat had big eyes and just a soulful cat, and that would uh, that was cuddly and would you know be very affectionate. And the cat was. So I know you're a yeah. cat person, so I had to tell you that story. But okay, <laughs> so everyone. I know. So 402, you are on with Deb Hawkins and her guides. Hi. Hello. Hi. Who are we speaking with today? This is Dawn. Hi, Dawn. Well, I know you've been th you've been listening to everything we said. So what do you think about one cosmic ordering or or karma and you know, or how we put love out in the world? Yeah, love I believe in, and uh, I don't believe in condemnation, but I liked how you said it, if karma was defined the way you just spoke about the cat, and that mm -hmm. we are expectations and how we ask for things, and, you know, where we delegate to spirit and whatnot, then I agree with it. But I don't, if people got what they deserved, we'd all be dead. So <laughs> I don't fully agree with karma in the condemning way, when it condemns yes. and it judges. I think man yes. does that. I don't think that. I could not agree more. You know, the spirit don't condemn, and we're taught enough to condemn in this life. We, you know, these these emotions don't exist in a beautiful world. You know, yeah. I couldn't agree more. Yeah. How can we? How can Deb and her guide help you? Actually, I keep saying guides, but she she's bringing Amos through today. So how, and he's so wonderful. What a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful guide. I'm trying to steal him, but nobody's letting me. So <laughs> what would you like to know from Deb? Um, I just lately have been thinking about, I had a, a brother that was first born and he died as a baby. And I was oh. curious about him. Mm. Um, I'm not. I am not picking up anything strongly from spirit at the moment. Um, can I ask another question then? You certainly can. If I pick up something, I'll let you know, but you certainly can. I thought that my mother said that she had miscarried twins. Mm. And did you pick anything up on that? That is, that is a definite yes. Yes. Okay, um, okay cool. That, that I've got I, definitely I, I got attacked from my family for that. They're like, there was yeah. nobody else. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> well, I, I think, mind. you know, I'm on, a liar or, <laughs> you know. I think I'm on a personal lying. level, your mother would know that. You know, I think yeah, we do. Think. <laughs> you know, we do have to trust the lady that went through that one. People, I yeah, think, yeah. don't they don't like our way of thinking and they also don't like to think maybe they didn't know something but i feel that the miscarried yeah. twins feels really right i've asked about your brother that you lost and i believe he actually came back quite quickly but i don't think i wondered he could, if he did yeah but i, <laughs> I don't wondered about he, that yeah i don't feel he could come back to your mum because he wanted a life and i said to amos why can't i con connect with him and he said because he isn't here he wanted a life and he chose to go back and try That's again cool. yeah That's um cool. um i i haven't got an 
name or anything, and I knew, and is a little bit younger than you, but um, I haven't got a name. And Amos said linking you up would be inappropriate because you'd never be able to go and say, "Look, no. spirit told no. me that you're my brother." Um, but he said yes. He he came back, but the twins. Amos is saying yes. She lost twins. She wasn't a liar, your mother. He says you know her better than that, don't you? I know. <laughs> yes, yeah. there was one guy named Doug that had killed himself, and I wondered about him because I've never tried to connect with him. I felt mm. bad about that. I totally love him like a brother. Mm. Um. And just asking Amos what's going on around here. Um, yes, as you said, you loved him like a brother, but you couldn't save him, could you? There was just too no. such a depth of sadness in there. Yeah, and, and just, he could. Yeah, he could be so happy, couldn't he? And then suddenly he wasn't. Yeah, and, it's like it's like a blank affect. It just like he wasn't there anymore. And yeah, it wasn't yeah. anything. I, I knew I could. Yeah. I had peace about it. So. Okay. He, I don't have him, but what Amos is saying to you is that some people know they have to go home and all of a sudden yeah. they lose the will to live. They came here to be here for a length of time and all of a sudden they just know their time is up. He said and sometimes, well not always, but sometimes what you call suicide is a spirit literally get waking up one morning and thinking, I'm not supposed to be here any longer, I'm going home. And he yeah. said there's usually a shutdown that happens yeah. just before that happened. Um, and that's what happened with him. He just knew that he could not stay here anymore and he didn't need to. He didn't have any need to find a, a special way out of this world. He just went home. That was it. Well, but, and honestly, just to add to what you're saying, I mean, indigenous people would shut their heart down, right? So when people are sick, they know they can't stay here anymore. It's no different, really. A suicide, in my opinion, is no different than if somebody has cancer or anything else. They know they can't mm. stay here. They have to go. Mm. And why we, people condemn that. People condemn that, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't. No. Well, we just passed it, no. you know, just to give you a little something. But one of the states just passed uh, that assisted suicide is legal. So it's coming. And uh, mm. and, and you're going to see suicide. It, the the whole stigma of suicide change very sh I feel it's going to be changing mm. and I love what you just said Deb and Amos and I love that uh, sometimes we aren't meant to be here there's you know I have other you know I, I feel that uh, sometimes we're taken out and 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 mm. sometimes we have to take ourselves out and 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 so I I do um, to understand that so. I hope you love One thing Deb's. Love. It's very private. Mm. It's very mm. private thing. And honestly, it's very private and very, you know, fragile subject. Mm. And I think it should be with people that care. I mean, indigenous people are like a community. And they genuinely, sincerely humbled themselves and were caring for the community to thrive. Just like, just like a herd in Africa. So until people start getting that and quit being savage to each other, we're really not going to get this thing. We're not going to get it straight. I don't care who's in office. Doesn't matter. People need mm. to wake up. We have two thousand eight hundred mm. years Couldn't to figure this out. <laughs> yeah. Don't we? 
<laughs> we have 2,000. We might not be here, but to, well, we might be if several times over. But 2,000, I think uh, Aquarius Age of Enlightenment lasts 2,800 and something years. If I, I might be, I know it's 2,000. 800 or 300, which hopefully we'll be getting it right within there. Because I think that's why I feel- I can never remember feel... quite how long the world ages go on, but yeah, yeah, yeah. it's 2000 well, we had the Pis Yeah, we had the Pisces, we just came out of the Piscarian age, which is all about restriction, religion, and 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 toe on the mark. And now it, you wouldn't think that about Pisces because it's a water sign, but then we have uh, Aquarius, which is all the new age and enlightenment. We've got a long time to get it right. I just hope mm -hmm. and pray that we do, but we got a while to go and, and we're making leaps and bounds. So just remember that. And the indigenous <laughs> people, just to let you know, and I, I, I'd love to hear from Amos. We just, uh, they just decided SIDS, I'm a nurse, so, you know, I'm going to bring medical stuff in with this too. But they just said, used to be there was a sin if your kids slept in your bed. And I used to say, really? Because it, when Indians had teepees, everybody slept together. So, because my daughter slept in my room till she was 10, because she heard spirit, but, and she didn't sleep in my bed, but she slept on the floor. Well, now they're saying with Sid's babies, um, that you, that you, they can cut about 70% off that morbidity. If the child slept for the first six months in the parent's room, which is crazy six months, but that's where months to 16 months is about when you see that. So everything is going back to the indigenous, indigenous ways. It's just going to be shown in a different light. So yeah, what does Amos have to say? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, about the, which um, particular? About the, the, about the return, back to the return to common sense. Yes. Um, he says <laughs> in truth, he says in truth, mothers since time memorial have usually listened to their own instincts and taken care of their children in the right way. He says most mothers know exactly what they need to do for their babies. He said and there's a lot of rebellion that's gone on out there very, very quietly. But he says yes. a baby is an individual and any mother should deal with that individual baby. So quite often we all see, don't we, that parents will bring one child up successfully and the next one's a bit of a disaster. And that's because <laughs> they've tried to bring a new individual up in the same line as the first one. Yes. He says, if every Absolutely. mother follows their own instinct, there won't be many children that go wrong. You know, I so love that because here's, the, and I'm just using my children because I always, everything always comes back to me. So my daughter wanted to sleep in our room and I, I, I asked her, she's now 30, why she, and even when she was 10, then we switched her over into my son's room. It was three at the time. She didn't want to sleep with us. But she did. She heard spirit at a very young age, and he didn't feel there was anything weird about spirit. So there's a difference. So it's interesting. No two children, just like fingerprints, thumbprints, and people are alike. So you have to raise them with their soul. And I love that. Mm. Um, mm. For and the just like there is known that for all time. Yes. Four, four, three, you are on with Deb and her fabulous guide, Amos. Hi. Hi, it's Kathy. How are you? Kathy, Hi, Kathy. how are you? I'm great. So tell us, Kathy, bring some metaphysical light, because I know you will, into the plane here. What do you feel about 
you know, a love and light karma being and, and where we go when we're, you know, this is spirit world as earth. I love that. I now have a new play toy. Okay. Well, I feel, I believe in karma and mm-hmm. um, I, I feel like I've done, cleared most of my karma karma here in my 60, going in my 63 year old life. <laughs> So now I'm now I'm looking towards the spiritual side of things and how I can help the planet and what I can how I I can be of service. I love that, and I know Deb does too. So tell us what you would like to ask. I already feel Um, the question, but go ahead. (laughs) I already feel the question. What can you do? You already you kind of asked the question. It's all about your spiritual, uh, what you can do uh, spiritually and, and to either open up or to help others. And what are my gifts? Well, that's spiritually. Um, see, I'm just, go ahead. <laughs> I'm bantering uh, on. Yeah. No, the, the the thing with gifts is you have to go out and find them and explore them and experiment with them. And it isn't either Amos or I ducking out from telling you what you should do. But um, thank you. He says, use my story. My story has been in a whole journey, starting from being a complete basket case, if you use that term in America, um, absolutely yeah. broken, um, to learning spiritually how to change my life. That is what I was saying about my book at the beginning. It's how I changed my life, to becoming a psychic medium, to discovering that I didn't work purely as a psychic medium, to doing a lot more things, and finally having settled at the moment on motivational speaker. But if you don't have your journey of, I'll try that. No, that's not for me. I've wasted my time. No, you haven't. You've learned something. Then try that. Now I've learned something more. Because Amos has been saying for some time that the spirit world are not calling now for pure mediums, pure psychics. They're calling for people that will gather a great deal of knowledge so that they have an ability to reach more people. So that, you know, people who don't believe in us will still listen to us and talk to us. The spirit world are after us going out there and getting those beginners and sweeping them in to all the wonderful things that we know. So he says it's a journey. Take the first thing. He says, don't for one second think you can do anything wrong. You will not. But take the first thing you want to try, learn something from that, see if it fits you. You might work with it for a while and then suddenly think, no, I don't want to do that anymore then learn something else. And he says in about five years time, you'll be the perfect package to help people. But he says that much as mediumship and psychic work are very important things, they also take a regular hit in the media, especially in Britain. I don't know what America's like and can be a very difficult field to work in and also a very difficult world to receive um, payment in. And there are so many issues, but the spirit world now are asking us to be a lot broader in what we know for them. So he said, take the first thing that interests you and do that. When you've done that, see how you're feeling. Take the second thing that interests you and do that. And in five years time, you'll be a perfect jigsaw puzzle for the people who want to come to you. But he also says that with spiritual work, people often feel 
that's all I need to do. And he said, you know, obviously we think spirit is absolutely wonderful, but sometimes you need your world techniques to reach a person. Basic, good counseling or coaching or NLP or whatever. Some real techniques to reach people in your world because they're human like you. So he says, just get a whole portfolio together in about five years time, you'll know exactly what you're doing. You'll call yourself a name and you'll be ready to launch. But be as knowledgeable as you can for them. Most motivational speakers, um, I've trained with one who's a very spiritual guy. They all say, read, read, learn, learn. There's so much knowledge out there. We need to help people absorb as much as you can. So start with learning anything. I feel you need to learn to work with people because you have a lovely voice, a very, very healing vibration in your voice. We're just sitting talking to a person about their problems will cure 50% of what's ailing them. The, the healing vibration in your voice is very strong. And a lot of people who have healing ability think it has to be hands on. But actually, voice healers are very, very important, and you're most certainly one of them. So you have to think in terms of how do I need to reach the general public to speak with them? You could as easily work in halls as a motivational speaker in businesses. You could work in nursing homes. You could go around hospitals volunteering to talk to lonely patients. There's so much you can do. But his first clue for you is talk. You must talk. Okay? Okay, yeah. I, I love that. Because that's what I've been doing. I'll pick, I'll do a healing modality, nope, and then I'll read a book, nope, and that's why I keep just going on until I find something. Mm. Yeah, I usually Perfect. find switched on people when they get the advice, have been doing it, and what you've just been told is you know exactly what you're doing. So <laughs> good on you. But you have such I a healing voice. You have to work with that voice. Okay, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Oh my gosh. I love that. Are you sure you're not talking about me? I have such a healing voice too. I mean, I know that I can heal through my voice if everybody can handle my voice for a long period of time. So nine, well, only because I love to chat and talk. And, and also I, I so love that you asked her to go through all the different modalities. I think people miss things. I mean, don't you feel, mm. Deb, that, you know, if I, if people didn't hold crystals, if they didn't try oils, if they didn't do Tibetan, you know, bowls and go to a, a metaphysical store and hear them, feel them, see them, they might not be for them, but that's the way you learn because not everything that's for you doesn't mean you can't learn about them and know because it will be maybe for the next person you meet. So that's why I love what you just said about going through the different modalities. Well, I've, I've found out about, about all those things with healing myself, my Tibetan singing bowl. I um, went to ah! a show and I saw it and I went back right at the end. I said, have you still got it? And they were packing up and they whisked a cloth off and there it was. And I said, yeah, I've decided I'm going to buy it. And he said, you know, when we got the singing, this last set of singing bowls, they went out to India and they dig them up. He said, I said to my wife, we must polish that one. The person who wants that bowl won't want a dull one. She likes shiny, happy things. And I picked that wow. bowl because it was shiny. 
but but you see with that i know about how sound heals some people i know that if you're cleansing your aura for some it's better with a singing bowl for some it's better with rattles i use bells if i didn't know about crystals about singing bowls rattles bells stuff from native american law stuff from tibetan from all over the place how could i ever work with a unique individual a lot of people will say you cleanse your aura like this and i have a friend who found rattles so upsetting to cleanse her aura you know but she preferred to put um oh what's the angel essences i can't remember their name now i you must have them in america they're so famous no no it's um no it's a special type um it will come to me i'll try and remember and they tend to be beautiful colors and some of them are two different colors in one bottle but for her it was put one of those particular essences on her hands and just draw them through her aura and that is what cleansed her energy but you know if you don't know about those things and you can't try try this aura soma try this orosoma essence try the rattles try the drum try this try that you can't find out hold those crystals that's not working what next visualization meditation you can't work out what that person needs and it's just like you go into a clothes shop we're not all a size zero are we one size doesn't fit all and one technique (laughs) doesn't fit all (laughs) (laughs) but you know one technique doesn't fit all no, you're right. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I love that. I happened to, I was channeling when I said that, and they must have meant for you to hear about the singing bowls because I would never mm-hmm. have brought that up. So it's interesting what what what, what I, you know, what comes to for uh, on the show. But I so agree, and that's why I guess it, it came out, that you, if you don't know, and, you know, people – Deb, I, I know you'll agree with me, and if you don't, you can say it, but people don't have to spell, spell, spend hundreds and thousands of dollars learning about I know people who say, oh, I'm going to go to this, I'm going to go to that. Well, I don't have any money, so I can't learn about this. You could walk into shops. You can buy a book for $10. You can put your hands on crystals and not have to purchase them. So I believe that, you know, everybody has the ability to go find what's what's good. If they want to take a course, great. You don't, I have a friend who took a course, paid a lot of money for ain't to be an angel card reader. That she she didn't really have to do that because then she looked online and there were other courses that taught her the exact same thing. So if you don't have a whole lot to lay out to learn all of the different modalities, you shouldn't, first of all, but there are ways you can, you know, you can walk into a metaphysical shop and that doesn't cost you anything and learn about everything that's in there, just like your Tibetan bowls and, and all that. Don't you agree? Absolutely. You know, it's we we've there's there's a difficult call in the spiritual field because everything else has been professionalized except us. It has rules, regulations, exams and things you must do. And we don't. And I've tried to get a balance because if you become too rules and regulations, you can't just be with spirit. You know, I don't always work with Amos, but Amos is always available. You know, you were asking questions tonight and I thought, I do not live in the spirit world like everybody else. I've forgotten about it. I will go to him. He lives there. And, you know, if he stays in and helps me with readings, then that's because I know that he feels that's right and I'm great. 
that side of it has to be organic. It has to be natural. It's something we need to get as many people in touch with as we can because it is your birthright to remain connected. Yes. It's why the crown chakra never break, you know, never closes. That's the one that's always linked. But by the same token, I do believe, and I have done quite a few courses myself to train me how to work with human beings. Because to chat mm -hmm. with Amos is easy. If I say something wrong and say, well, sorry, Amos, I didn't mean it like that. He says, okay, fine, you can't offend me. Don't worry about it. But I can offend humans. So I have life coaching, NLP, infinite possibilities, and I have certificates in them all. I'm a certified yes. trainer now because I feel if I train people, I should know how to train a human. Yes. You know, so uh, I've tried I to get that balance. And also the knowledge, I found out about crystals because they work for me, singing bowls because they work for me. So in that, I speak from the organic experience. So I think it's getting that really good balance, you know? Yes. Yes. Oh, I, I believe in courses. It's just you don't have to spend, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars and say, I can't learn them because there's plenty of great courses that you could find in your budget. I, I happen to be a life coach and I'm a nurse. Besides that, I believe like you do. I, it was all about how, you know, life coaching to me, I love mixing it with mediumship and psychic ability because it just gives another part to uh, how we deal with humans. And I love that. So I yeah. am going to go to the next caller, and that is 520. You are on with Deb Hawken. Hi, where are you? Who am I? Where am I? And what is this place? Hi. 520? Okay, I'll move to the next caller. 302. 302? Who am I? Where am I? And what is this place? Hi. Hi, I'm Jackie. Hi, Jackie. From How are you today? Where are you calling oh, from? I'm a little Delaware. I love Delaware. I I know all <laughs> those states up there. <laughs> Delaware, because my dad's store was between uh, Delaware and Pennsylvania. So I love oh. it. So who am I? Where am I? And what is this place? You have the answer to that? Um, I don't. <laughs> I'm feeling pretty <laughs> distraught today. <clears throat> well, then you need to get that book. Yeah, but go ahead, What's wrong, my I'm love? Sorry. Um, yeah, go, so, go on. So, I don't know, like, um, can I ask a question or? Of course you can. Um, uh, I don't even know where to begin. Um, how about um, the the future? Like I'm middle aged and I'm changing careers, and I'm really upset about the election, and I'm trying to get a grip. <laughs> right. Um, okay. Well, first start. I got a huge. Have you ever heard of the Abraham Squeeze? It comes yeah. from Esther and Jerry Hicks, who's channel Abraham. Jerry Hicks sadly died, but Esther Hicks continues to do so. And there's yes, a feeling you get in your solar plexus where if somebody says something right, you get this great bolt of joy envelop you. And the minute you said you were changing jobs, I just mm -hmm. got that most wonderful feeling of good on you. It's about time. You deserve more excellent and i don't feel i'm with amos at the moment i feel i'm with your life guide who's just oh, so wow. pleased that at long last you're feeling dynamic enough to do things and ready 
to get more blessings in this life, more abundance. I've got just so much joy from spirit. I can hear bells. I can hear whistles. I can hear clapping. Just, yeah, absolutely fabulous. That, for a start, is a fantastic decision. You've deserved a lot more in your life for a very long time, and there's just so much joy over there that finally you're saying, I'm worth a fantastic life, a great job. I've got to change things. I've got to try a new job. I'll then try different things. Just keep going with that. That's fantastic. I talked a little about your election earlier. And I don't know if you heard when Amos said, could he offer some healing, that he said, trust the process of spirit. And what I saw in a program on Monday night, and this all ties in together, is the American people saying, we're aware of what Donald Trump is, and we know what Hillary Clinton is. I cast no aspersions. I'm not over there. I don't know those people. But they mm -hmm. said, why are we voting for Donald Trump? Because our, our interviewers were saying, why on earth would you vote for Donald Trump? And they were saying time and time again, because he's not a politician. He's not a politician. And there was a real feeling that the people of America want to know what someone who's not a politician can do. Will they get more honesty? Will they get more transparency? Will they get more sensible decisions? You know, he's built a fabulous com company and an empire. Can he build a fabulous country? And it all does make sense. Some of the things he says, of course, and this is where we got into karma, as Amos said this morning when someone made a comment on Facebook, is people will judge by what you say until they see what you do. And what he said was, is just breathe love to Donald Trump. Try to say, you know, send him integrity, honesty, strength. Because he said, when you send your politicians, you're all useless, you're all liars, you're a waste of breath, you're going to be such a bad person. They actually struggle under the weight of that terrible, negative, everybody sending them bad stuff. So he says, hard as it is, and he does feel for you all, trust the process of spirit. Politics as we know it, we've started to break it in the UK. Um, we believe, you know, it is believed in Europe that France and Germany are in for a shock later this year. There is a possibility a far-right candidate will win in France, um, and she is quite a radical. Um, again, don't know a lot about her, but just try and trust that process. And Amos always says, have a day when you're really upset. Don't be brave. Get upset. Get angry. Bite a pillow. Punch a wall. You know, obviously not anyone else. Feel the grief and the anger and the depression and all of that. And then say to spirit, right, tomorrow morning when I wake up, I'll be back on track. And somehow I'm going to send out good wishes. And if I can't send them, I'm going to ask spirit to. And this country is going to work and it's going to be fabulous for all of us. And, you know, please, Spirit, just surround our new president with everything he needs to be fabulous for America. But I can really understand what Amos says. You know, when you think of it, if someone's angry with you and they say a few words, it can be debilitating. And you've got mm -hmm. that debilitating, angry energy going on, as we had just after Brexit. It was awful here for the first week. But mm. you've got it. Now, if you imagine we may upset a few friends and have half a dozen people really annoyed with us and feel it, if you're sending out, you know, and I'm not saying you would send vile thoughts to him, but when we send out, we all think politicians are liars. We weigh them down with that energy and make them unable to act. So, mm -hmm. yeah, so tomorrow, later. get up.
you're but then she'll get all what I want from America. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're having some audio problems again. So please all bear with us. Is there anything that you yeah. wanted to ask, uh, Deb and Amos, that is not political? Um, well, I just also wanted to find out about my love life. I know that's a huge switch, but. <laughs> well, you did ask about the job. And the thing is that you got a great answer. And you got a great answer about what to do to help heal this this world. So, Deb, right. do you see, I mean, I, I'm definitely going to let her, because she's had a bad day, talk, ask about her love life. Go ahead. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. No problem at all. I can't hear anything at the moment. Okay. Can you ask her? Go ahead and ask. You need to ask your question for Deb to undertake oh, to oh. be able to answer you. <laughs> uh, what does, Sorry. Well, um, what does my love life look like in the future? Quiet at the moment. Um, when you find the right person, it will come in like a storm out of left field. You won't be expecting it. You'll probably have given up. But at the moment, the situation in their life doesn't allow them to move forwards. But just carry on enjoying your life. Do your job. As I said, you're going to get to the point where you think, I'll never meet anyone, and then bang. And when oh. you see that person, you'll both look at each other, and you'll think, well, that's done and dusted for the rest of our lives now. We're sorted out. So no <laughs> point worrying about it or agonizing about it. It's going to come in when it will, but it'll be good. Just relax the whole message for you from spirit is relax chill out do your own thing have fun meet new people and then bang that will be you sorted oh. yeah love All that right. you Thank got you great so messages much. you're welcome Thank i hope you. we've helped your day i hope we've lifted your spirits because we're going to ask you, you to definitely. lift everybody else's you you definitely have thank you oh you're good. welcome I'm glad you feel better yeah. have a great day Thanks, you mm -hmm. guys, too. Bye-bye. You're more than welcome. Oh, I just knew it. I knew I needed to let her ask one more question, and I love that she's walking away from the show with such positive energy, and that's what we ask, is that people understand that uh, – to be positive sometimes is tough. It's not easy all the time. But your choice is in life. We do have choices. We have choice to be negative and think negative thoughts. And we are human. And then we have chance to take those negative thoughts and turn them around and make them positive. Because positive, and that's how I live, I would rather see the results. So I, I, I love that she's able to walk away positive, and, and, I'm, and I'm very happy. Eight, well, one, you can eight, really understand, you know, I when know. you think one person, what one person's anger can do to you, and we swamp our politicians with it, dear God, yes. you know, what they must have to, the weight they must have on them the whole time. It's not a wonder they can't act freely, is that, you know? Absolutely. I, I, you know what, I, I, I didn't even think about that because I don't really put I, I, I don't get involved in politics because I do get involved in it, but I don't get involved in the negative politics. So I don't I, I don't think about it. But you're right when people in fact, it's been so oppressive. People have said that are that are spiritual and the ones that aren't don't understand what they're feeling. But the energy has been for the last year uh, culminating in the last couple months that 
we've we've had an angry world and so i always said well if we're putting out thoughts that are really disgruntled and angry and you put them out by the millions think about what you're actually doing because the thought of prayer putting that out in positive can save lives can heal think of the opposite so that's what i have told people so this is so apropos for you know it works two ways everyone it, it, you know that's mm. what people really need to hear so i i i'm going to hope that i i call this right number 818 you are on with deb hi 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 who are we speaking happy with? enchantress enchantress oh, hi. hi yeah hi <laughs> can um, you tell well, us what go ahead you you could anything but but politics i mean you could say how you feel but it's a positive show today so yes i know i was given some information today and i still am in i don't even know how to even say what i was given because i'm overwhelmed by these two things but mm -hmm. they're to do with the universe and they're to do with god and mm -hmm. i don't know if i should share it or not because it may be bad or good or i don't know well try sharing well, it and, yeah, um, okay sharing. well yeah. Bonnie and I have something in common. I believe, I believe religion. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Well, okay. You know, I have, uh, so, meaning so you're that, Jewish. Meaning, yes. Okay. okay. So what I what, what I'm going to say, and I want everybody to hear, is I'm Jewish, but I really don't resonate. I I'm so Jewish, it's ridiculous. But what I want to tell you is, I don't believe in, in in people harming people for religious reasons. So I am I'm under the belief that everybody's entitled to believe if it's peaceful what they want. So that's why I don't really rock with with world religion. But I am Jewish. So go ahead. I had that to say that. Too. Yeah, That's okay. the same way. <laughs> yeah. I and so I believe that I was united by people by their spirit. Oh, that's how I thought of religion spirit, not the man. Okay. Mm -hmm. Today I was told that the universe, I write vibrations of love to the mm -hmm. universe. I was told that's wrong because the universe is not God. It's separate and therefore... Oh, I'm bringing all sorts of people towards me that um, that's why I'm in trouble. I get in trouble mm. and why other people come towards me and uh, all sorts of things from a spiritual vampire to a sociopath. You name it. Every everybody on this earth comes towards me because I'm the one who put it out there because I say bring love to the universe. Not mm. knowing I just made it up one day. And so I didn't know that this is not right thing and I thought we were all vibrations of all of us were made with vibrations and everything in the world were vibrations I had no idea what I was doing right Amos you're you're in the hands of probably the most practical guide I've ever met in my life and he basically <laughs> said take take a deep breath okay the universe is love um, yeah. he says the God energy you know you're Starting at the beginning, thank you, okay. The Bible was written as allegories because it has to be able to be told as stories 
because so many people could not read at that time and write. So it had to be written in a certain way that humanity at that time would understand within their structure of a patriarchal society with, where the father was the head of the family. Amos said, if you'd have said mother God, they would have fainted. If you'd have then <laughs> said God actually isn't a person, that would have completely blown their mind in ways that they couldn't cope with. So they were given, we were given a story as ancient people that we could get. And now things are moving on and more things are being revealed to other people. He says, where you've actually gone slightly amiss, Enchantress, is where we were talking about cosmic ordering, where Bonnie was saying about how someone asked for unconditional love and got a cat. I asked to be featured in a mainstream magazine and landed up in a men's car magazine. I didn't say a mainstream magazine about my work. You've sent out that you want to help and you want to love, and people desperately in need of help are picking up that vibration coming towards you, and it's overwhelming you. And he says, what you've done is not wrong. It's not fault. There is no such thing. You just wanted to send out and bring in love, but people will follow that vibration. He says, one of the things that, are, that they always request is that um, you let them send out the love. He says, this protects you from picking up the world and its brother that's in trouble. And someone once congratulated me when somebody said, oh, could you send me healing for this? And now everybody else said, I'm oh, sending you healing. And I forget and do this still sometimes. But I said, I will ask for healing for you. Because if we try to send out healing to the whole world, we in our human bodies will land up exhausted. So all you've done is through sending out love, you've attracted people that need help. So you've done nothing wrong. What he wants you to do is to take a month off of doing that, put yourself in a nice bubble of golden light and let them look after you and heal you. And then every day, he said, this is why you were taught to play, dear God, please because God can take it. That's why you were taught to pray in those words, not dear God, I will heal the planet, but dear God, could you please send healing to this person and to that person and to anyone who needs this and anyone who needs that. That's why you were taught prayer because you must ask the God energy, the God force, the spiritual force, the universal force to do that work for you. He says, and have a month's rest, have a wow. month's rest, protect yourself, do some healing, and you'll see everything clearer. He says, but please don't listen to anyone that ever tells you that sending out love is your fault and you're to blame. You did everything for the best of intentions. Now let yes. spirit look after you and in wow. future go back to that old prayer. That's why we're taught to ask God to heal, ask God to look after, because otherwise we become a magnet. We're standing there like a radio aerial going, I want to love everybody in trouble. That's what I am. I'm a channel. Going, I became bang. a channel. Yeah. I didn't know I was a channel. This woman, I don't say the word God because mm. my family never pushed it. Mm. Here. Oh, can you come in? Watch the little doggy. Um, and mm. so she told me all what you were saying in a different way. She's a religious mm. person. She said, I was in danger. And mm. that's why all these people, I was involved with spiritual vampire, you name it, everything. But that person was supposed to bring me back to God by saying I am and all this bit. 
So she Remember told me all these your, things. Your hmm? crown chakra is always linked to the spirit world. You never left the God energy. No yeah. one leaves the God energy. Wow. You're exactly, you are, it, we're all linked. People that don't know are linked. We're all part of the whole. You know, I don't know what God is. And I asked my first guide, Edward, and he said, it's at once more complex and yet simpler than you can begin to imagine. And that was the only answer he'd give me. So, and they won't, they don't tend to answer that question. But I think it's perhaps because we have to find our way back to that energy by learning from it. But you've well, done nothing wrong and you must never let anyone tell you that in sending out love, you deserve to be in trouble. Thank you. you. Know, and you so don't. this is me. I read this poem to you because I was a man came up to me and he said the word channel and I didn't even know what he meant. OK. Mm. And then from this, he said this being that was in my life before, which was a spiritual vampire, was coming back to me. And I froze. I freeze when I'm mm. scared. I can't move. And he felt mm. sorry for me. So he said, OK, I'll tell you this. Write down this word. E-C-H-O-E, -E, which means echo. And the mm. other one is a philosopher, which I didn't know, P-A-N-A-C-H-E. Next word is D-A-S-A-I. Mm. Okay, now listen to this one. I, when I found this person, the written, what I read, what he wrote, I wrote two days before mm. what he wrote. And this yeah. is what it is. I am an energetic being. The frequency in which I vibrate informs every aspect of my life. What I share, when I share my love with others, what I vibrate out into the world, the universe echoes back to me. Now, mm. I don't understand how two days before I wrote this and then he, what happened the next day? Oh mm. my goodness. Stronger mm. than ever. Everybody was coming towards me and echoing things to me, all sorts of things. It could be scary, and I'll just tell you this, because anybody who's an empath, I'm a sensitive person, came up to me and said, they don't like my... I, I hate hmm? to stop you, because I love hearing, but I, I need to okay. move on, only because we okay, have very short period the, of time. On your page. Yes, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. Thank okay. you. Unless, unless okay. Deb, you want something, is there anything else you'd like to leave her with? Um, just be who you are, but be a lot more protecting of yourself. Thank you. Know, you. We, but, we what I wanted to share, ourselves. What I wanted to share is for any energetic being, please be kind when you share information with others because it's yes. yes. scare a person. That's what oh I wanted to God, share. Yes, yes, yes. yes. That's yes. wonderful. Yes. Thank That's you so, so much. Okay. Enchantress, okay. we love you and we want to hear everything. I love you too. And, I wish I, I, <laughs> and thank you for sharing that because it was perfect. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. You can yeah, you oh. can hear how shaken she is, and I've been shaken like that before. I think this is why I say learn to work with humans. I think I said on the last show, people say to me, I work with spirit and no one else. And I go, I don't. And they go, What do you mean? I say, <laughs> I work with the human beings. You know, spirit That's are fine. Right. They don't need me. I'm here to look after humans. And in the, as such, I have to respect humanity. You know, I Absolutely. work with Amos to help people. But, um, yeah, yeah, I'm not surprised. The, the universe has a habit of 
I think if one more person says Toastmasters to me, I'll have to scream, but they're putting out a very strong message that I have to go and learn speaking, or not learn speaking, but hone my speaking skills with them. And it's coming up all over the place. Um, and, you know, they put it out in different ways to confirm what they're saying. And tonight, one wow. of the callers said, that's what I've been doing. You know, people like me, we work as confirmation confirmation that you're on the right track or repeating what you're already doing that we couldn't possibly have known about to show you that you're on the right track but i actually Absolutely. have when i say a very very famous poem people who've heard about it know it the caves of ismaron and that was inspired by spirit over a five-year period and then all of a sudden towards the beginning of this year they suddenly put a poem through to me called is and i haven't finished is yet i'm working on it and they told me in two years' time, the third poem in the set will come through called I. But the Caves of Ismaron is pure craziness. And wow. yet every single line of that poem is a chapter of a book. And it's basically exactly how you need to live your life. And it's it sounds like, yeah, absolute rubbish. <laughs> it's really amazing. <laughs> but when you see it written down and you work with those lines, oh, my God, you know, awesome. That's amazing. Yeah, that's and and what I want to say, and I know Enchantress probably knows this, and that's why prob that's why she had had shared with us is that we also I know that angels and, and everyone around, if if you're unsure, they come to reassure you that the message was what you needed to hear. So if she heard something two days before, and actually oh my God, somebody repeated it to her two days later or anything, you know, with those words. Mm. What, what, what they're doing is spirit, I feel, is coming to reassure and confirm to her that she's on the right track. Mm. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, of you know, it's, I, it's easy for us empaths to get knocked, you know, and yes. it, and, and it's, what would be a small irritation to someone else can feel, you know, the equivalent of Arnold Schwarzenegger with a roundhouse punch to people like us. And quite <laughs> rightly, we do question ourselves when people say to us, you're doing it wrong, you're getting it wrong. We are built as people who will go away and think, oh, my God, am I? You know, a lot of people, do you know, and I've used the word God that often. I, this is interesting. But a lot of people you know, won't bother. Whereas we'll go, well, did I do this wrong? And we get ourselves quite upset trying to make sure we're doing the best we can at all times. And I think it is an absolutely wonderful character trait, you know, to just yes. want to do something. Well, do you know what? I've got yeah. to tell you, and everybody knows who, everybody that knows me, and I've been on for three or four years now, everyone knows that well, I'm not empathic. I see what people feel. Mm. But what's weird, and it's crazy, but what's weird is I never feel like I do. When people tell me I'm doing things wrong, I always feel like I'm doing things right, which also isn't great either. So I, I, I never take that. If somebody said that to me, I know my daughter would completely crater, but I would be like, yeah, right. So it's weird that I have it. Somebody said that they saw a tube around me. It was like a clear tube, like glass, very thick. And the, and they said that I'm in there and nothing can, you know, and I don't want to jinx myself, but nothing really touches me inside or out. Though I can see, feel when 
when I need to and uh, and do everything I have to. But it's from afar that I that I that things can hit me. So it's really crazy because I feel that way because I I don't feel that when people say that it kind of rolls off my shoulder. That's what I feel, <laughs> but it's crazy. Yeah. I do want to get I do want to get to one other caller. So everyone online, I am going to pick someone up. You have two minutes, but before we actually answer someone's question, and it has to be very short, I how do they? You do this for a living, and actually, I don't know if we're going to get to that caller. You do this for a living, Deb. This is something you do, and I would like you to tell everybody. One, how to get that book, Who Am I, Where Am I, and What Is This Place, and how they can book you privately and to see what you do, because you do a lot. So please tell everyone how to find you and your book. Right. The book is, can be found on Amazon. It's on Amazon all over the world. So you can find it on there as an ebook or a paperback. Um, if you want to book me, it's easier to email me at the moment because, quite frankly, my old website is a total disaster. And it has been that way for a long time. But I've been doing some more training. So I've been building a new one, which I'm going to launch very, very soon. But as long as you know my name is spelt Hawken, H-A-W-K-E-N, I always say think Ken and Barbie, Hawken, um, Deb at <laughs> DebHawken.com. And then what I like to do is have a little chat with people to see if I feel I can help them and if they feel I'm the right helper. And basically we take it from there. But because I can do coaching, NLP, spiritual guidance, card readings, mediumship, I just like to find out which of those tools that person wants me to use. You know, one side doesn't fit, fit all. You know, I've got to get into well, you and see if we think we're right together. So best email me, it. Skype me, Dancing Star 57, which, of course, means I am 59. Um, so Dancing Star 57, <laughs> they're the ways to get hold of me. And I'm on Facebook as well. Well, I love that, Deb. We are not going to have enough time. We have 45 seconds. Everyone who is waiting for Deb, we are going to bring, I hope, she will be willing to come back with her guide or guides and all of her abilities and gifts that are so beautiful and a part of her, Deb Hawken. So you want Deb at Deb Hawken, H-A-W-K-E-N.com. Everyone and Deb, thank you so much for being with me. Thank you. It's an honor and a pleasure, Amos, to have you come in with Debbie. Thank you, Deb. Thank you, Deb, very much. You're more than welcome. Being, guess, always. Always. No. <laughs> thank you, everyone. We are back tomorrow at 1 o'clock. Thank you. Everyone have an Good night. absolutely fabulous evening. Good night. Good night.